Welcome to another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm your host, Latrice Kabuya. Today, my guest is Craig T. Williams. He's a screenwriter, producer, owner of Redwall Pro, father, and husband. Yes, he wears many, many hats, and he wears them well. But here is why I had to interview him. I had the pleasure of being in this meeting with him. And it was a business meeting. And every time he answered a question, he always referred back to his wife in some fashion. I don't care what the question was. And it just caught my attention because I was like, wow, this man is successful but he is so in love. So I needed to hear more about him, his wife, and his story. Yes, yes, he's gonna give us advice and give us wisdom on the industry, right? He's gonna talk to us about how to handle being black in America. But more importantly, he's gonna tell us how to love your black queen and support her. And so I want you to just really listen and enjoy. And of course, you know I'll be back with an insight. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. Listeners, listen. This is such an amazing podcast as always, but this guest is thebomb.com. Let me tell you how I met Craig um, Williams. I was in a room at Clubhouse. Everybody, you need to get on Clubhouse. You need to get an iPhone, first of all. Then get on Clubhouse. (laughs) And so, right? And so we were talking about um, getting into television and movies and all of that, um, 40 and above. So we're middle age. And so he was actually, um, he, and we'll talk about it, but he's a producer, screenwriter, and all those different things that I have no idea about. But what was so interesting that I loved about Craig was you could ask him something about a movie, a part, a character, and he would refer to his wife. And it just captivated me because I was like, this dude is in love with Mm. this woman. And I didn't care what you asked Craig. He always went right back (laughs) to something about his wife or his 16 year old son. And I was like, wow, this is necessary and it's needed, especially in this time and and day where um, we're still dealing with issues in race. And so, and they're trying to kind of take away the strength of black families, nothing yes. against the mixed race. I love it. I welcome it. I have no problem, but I still love black love. I still love black families. That's what I represent. That's who I am. And so I had to get Craig on because I need to figure out Craig. Hello. I'm so Hello, glad you're Jesus. here. How you I'm doing, so, sis? Hey, thank you for being here, sir. Of course. Sir, no yeah. matter what they asked you. Yes. We talked. You talked, not we. You talked <laughs> about your wife. Yes. Why is that so important to you, Craig? Um, I hey y'all. Um, so it's important to me, especially we've been married 19 years. 
Um, And we work together. We've worked together all those 19 years. We have a production company that we've run together. Um, I'm the writer and the producer and she's the the director, but she's also an actor. Um, That's her day job. You know, I put in quotation marks. Um, And she's done Broadway, film, television. She's done five Broadway shows. Um, But we are, you know, and and when, when, you know, when, when COVID hit and everything shut down, she was actually... Um, in To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway. Um, so I, I talk about her because it's, it's, it's part of my everyday. We are, you know, we're in love and in captivity together. Um, you know, we've, yes. been, <laughs> we've been stuck in this, you know, it's a very nice apartment, but yes. it's an apartment in New York um, in the middle of Manhattan. Um, and we're here with our teenager, our 16 year old son, who uh, is um, doing all the things 16 year olds do, good and bad. Uh, So we have all that energy and him being out of school. So it's just a whole lot going on here right now. And then there's nothing going on. (laughs) And and in all that nothingness and everything, there's she and I. And we have to, we we laugh a lot. We have to ignore each other a lot because it's just the two of us. we have to find our own space and then we have to find time to be together. And, yeah. you know, I, there's no place for us, either of us to go. There's no rehearsal for her to go to. There's no show for her to go to. There's yeah. no meeting for me to go to. There's no set for me to go to. So it's just a lot on my heart right now. And we've really reconnected in, I think, in an amazing, fun, special way after 19 years of marriage that, you know, I, that I, that I celebrate and I, and and I just it comes out of my mouth when I'm not thinking about it. So um, yes, it does. Because Grace, yes. you didn't answer any of those questions correctly. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know, right? We're friends now, and <laughs> yes, and we're truthful. And yes. so I was like, he didn't answer that. He yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't answer that, and that's okay because yeah. I love it. Um, it definitely um, it blessed me being yeah. a wife, right? to hear you just talk about her the whole time. And yeah. we were in that room for four hours. Yeah. And yeah. you kept talking about her. Yeah. Just, and you know, and I, now I'm thinking about it, you know, I don't even realize I do it, but because of the subject, because Roz and I, my wife Rosalind and I are both, um, we're in our fifties. Um, okay. I'll be 55, she's 55. Wow. So um, it was it was that. So I wanted people to just hear how life continues and gets better and gets stronger, yeah. um, you know, even at this point. So we were, you know, the room is about, you know, being in, in entertainment over 40 yeah. and, you know, just sharing with you that she's still working at this age yes. and that I'm getting discovered at this age. I'm going to be a 20 year overnight success with my writing and, and the things that I'm doing. So it really is out of that spirit that I kept talking about us because yeah. it's the us that are both going through the same thing at the same time, being in our fifties and and you know not feeling like you know we're one foot in the grave, but really yeah. we're you know we're still reaching yeah. both of us at this time at this point in our life. So absolutely, I that was important. It is important. And first of all, you both look great. I uh, well, did thank not you. know, right? But okay, I'm, wait, I got to share you one thing with you. So, what? of course, she's in the other room listening, and she just texted me uh, seven Broadway shows, not five. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> sis, <laughs> tell him, get it right, sis. 
hit it right. Yes. Please take no games <laughs> with what we've accomplished. Please yes. understand and know that. Exactly. exactly. I know that's yes. right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, sis. I appreciate yes. that. Yeah. But I, I love it. I love just this whole connection piece um, yeah. between you and her. But let's just talk a little bit about Red Wall Productions. Yes. So give us a little insight on that. One. So that's okay. one question. The second yes. question. You're, you're 55 and 54? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Get it right. Yeah. She's a year you older. You don't want to? Yes. Okay. Yes. So same okay. with me and my husband. <laughs> yeah. I'm yes. 48. He's 47. Yes. And so is it hard to get an entertainment at our age and being Black? Boom. There you go. Mm. All right. So Red Wall Productions started, um, this is our 18th year in business. Wow. Um, we took uh, our wedding money and we bought a camera and we started making uh, stuff pretty much right away. Um, and uh, our first, our very first short film got into 25 film festivals. And then our next one got into 50 or 100 or whatever. And then, and we were always there together. So we were this black filmmaking couple. That was our brand, mm. right? And we would get our, we had our logo, our Redwall Productions logo that you can see on our website. It's the red brick. It's got a wall um, in it. And uh, we had shirts and we had things. We would pass them out. And so we were just, that was our thing. And then we just started going places together and we kept making stuff and then people were inviting us and then you know she's still acting and um and so then people are hiring me to write for them to produce for them and we're in New York City so you know it's a it's a it's a it's a large community but it's also tight you know I know every black filmmaker you know here in yeah. in the New York area yeah. um uh and if I don't you know I need to know them because that becomes my job to know because I'm, I love networking and sharing and um, sharing people and sharing resources. So that became our business, making uh, making productions. And then I, you know, I segued into the the corporate side of it, you know, making uh, video productions for corporations because I love artists, but they broke as hell, some of them, um, you know, and I got tired of negotiating for my raise. Like, I need somebody who's just going to pay me and not think about it and not have to, yeah, man, can I put something on that uh, and get back to you? Uh, I love it. So, uh, <laughs> so, so we were, so we had a, a business, and um, and so that's where we are, and then that's the business side, and then me as a writer, um, uh, I've written a couple of TV shows that haven't been sold yet, and I've written a couple of features. One of them has uh, uh, Viola Davis as our executive producer, mm. um, and it's around mental health. So I'm excited to talk to you about that, yes. about mental health, and you know, in a black family. Um, and so that's how Redwall Productions started. I love that. And it's clear you love what you do. I do, and yes. And there's the red wall behind you. That's it. I love it. Yes. I <laughs> absolutely love it. Yeah. Now tell me this. Um, you said oh, and you had a second question too, but I don't yes. know what it was. Okay. It was how hard is it? Yeah. To get into the business, no matter like I listen, I know my limits. I'm a TV host. Right. Yes, I, yes. I got you there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But acting, TV hosting, how hard is it to get into the business, especially after 40? Right. And then especially being a person of color. Yeah. So, um, you know, it really depends on your bandwidth for um, uh, rejection. 
um, and for just sticking with it. You know, there's 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 examples all over the place of people who didn't like start until the late 30s, early 40s. You look at Morgan Freeman, Samuel Jackson, um, and there's just tons and tons of yeah. those. So, you know, I think it was harder earlier because there were fewer roles, but now there are more roles because yeah. there are more black creatives out there who are creating these hopefully multi, you know, dimensional characters of different ages. So that's my job as a creative person mm -hmm. to make sure that the, the roles I'm creating not only represent the spectrum of, you know, of our ethnicity, you know, but also age. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, you know, we're, you bring all of that into your story. So if you're a person who wants to break into it, you know, I, I meet a lot of people who are in their second career um, they've retired from teaching. They've retired from, you know, law enforcement. They've retired from this. It's like, it's me. The kids are gone. I got my own time. And that really is a very rich time because there's their roles for you, right? Because it's not going to be the leading role, but it's going to be the, you know, the mother of this or the older lawyer of that or, you know, so there's all kinds of space for you, but you have to really immerse yourself in the craft. And so there are some people who, you know, studied when they were younger and then they left to do their life, you know, other life got in the way. And then they're coming back to it. You know, I encourage them to get back into a class, get back into studying, and then just throw yourself out there because, you know, you have a gift, you have life behind you, you have worth behind you, you have a voice and all that stuff matters in the arts. So you can share that. It is valued. Um, so throw yourself in and do it. Just do it. I love it. I wish that you were my friend about seven years ago when I actually mm. tapped into it because I needed to hear that. I literally did it because someone asked me to do it. Cause like I said, my background is beauty. So yeah. I had to do a beauty segment. And so I thought one time and done. And I yeah. ended up going every, you know, so many weeks. And then I started just being a regular as a contributor. And then another local station saw me and so I was going back and forth and back and forth. And then what happened, that new, that second station was like, you're natural. We need you to co-host too. Mm, so okay. I started doing some um, fill-in TV hosting for a lifestyle show that was local here in Kansas City for a couple of years as well. And yeah. so that's been my journey. But, you know, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. All I knew to do is tap into who I was yes. and my value yes. and what my experience was. And it worked. Absolutely. And, and so I love it. I, you know, I love being on TV because I'm like, ah, <laughs> but I also love to represent, yeah. you know, middle aged, um, a mother, yes. um, someone who has been down and out, um, just so many different aspects that people could connect to. And yes. that was the responsibility I felt I had being on camera. It wasn't yeah. about, you know, all the um, popularity, but it was about the responsibility so that when people saw me in the community, you know, mm -hmm. I would get, man, you represent us well. Thank yes. you for yes. you connected me, yes. you know, all those different things. So Craig, you said something, you said that if you don't know people, black people who are in the same business as you here in New York, yeah. it is, it is 
your duty to, yeah. to know and to network and to share people. Yes. Why is that a responsibility for you? Because we are all in this together. And, you know, when I, when I, um, you know, as a, just a creative person, I know how hard it is. I know that, you know, being creative person is very isolating. Um, you know, especially as a writer, I know I'm sitting here by myself, or at least I try to, I got these other people all in, up in my business. Uh, but <laughs> you're about to get another text from about her. to get another one from the other room. Be like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, or sometimes she'll just walk up to me. So what See? did you say? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we'll do. What? <laughs> so I know, um, how, um, isolating it can be. And I also know that the isolation also leads to you not knowing stuff. So I know that if I reach out to somebody, they're going to teach me something I don't know. And I'm going to be able to share something with them they don't know. Um, and so, and I believe that that's how we mentor each other is, you know, being in service of another person. How can I help you? What are you doing? Yes. Um, what's your, what are you going for? Um, what's that thing you're trying to do that, you know, you need a help or a connection or a phone call or a text. I have to, you know, believe that you're worth I'm just going to say worth my time. So yes. sometimes it's, yes. you know, I'm doing the crazy test. Is this person crazy? Um, and is this person my kind of crazy? Because we're all crazy. Right. You know? Right. 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 Yes. So you got to meet people. It's like, okay, you're my kind of crazy. What are you doing? We're going to help you. Yeah. Um, so I yes. think it's important to do that, not just um, for people my age, but, you know, since I've been doing this a while and I have some experience, I'm looking out for all the younger filmmakers mm. um, and making sure, you know, that they have the information that I didn't have at their age because there was no internet. There was no you right. know, easy access to information and we have it. And sometimes they just don't know where to look. And I'm like, go there, there's this thing, there's that person. And then just being open and available. I think that's really an important part of me, you know, being a human being on this earth yeah. that I do that. Um, yeah. And it's also just nice um, since I have a 16 year old, it's also just nice to have somebody who will listen to me. Um, that's always just really pleasant. Uh, you, can you value what I say? Oh my goodness. I can hey, you want to come over for dinner? I love it. I I love listen, you are speaking truth, right? Because yes. I have these people called queens in my house. Oh Lord, five of them too. Five. I can't well, even here's the beauty. fathom. Yes. My 27 my 27-year-old lives on her own. My 21-year-old is at Langston University. Okay. Right? My 17-year-old in about a year is going to Howard. So oh, we'll, awesome. Yeah, we'll only yeah. have the two. And so keep going because I just want to be with him anyway. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I just can't wait. I, I get it. But Craig, I love your responsibility. I love the fact that um, the connection um, that you you make with people because I'll tell you this. And maybe it's a little different in Midwest, but I didn't get that. And maybe mm. because I didn't do it formally, you know, this was a God thing. Yes. And even when they um, canceled our show, because you know how that happens, they yes. cancel it and bring it yeah. back six yeah. months later. Yeah. And um, I knew the Lord wasn't done with mm. me. And, I, and done in this arena, even though I've tapped into the mental health field and I love that. And we'll talk about that. But um, I still, I, I still, it was hard. So yeah. I appreciate 
that you are that person for people to connect with, to, um, to mentor, you know, and to provide space for, because I, and so I joke, but I meant it, you know, I wish I would have known you seven, eight years ago in this because it is lonely. And when it, you're one of the few, right. And I've always just believed that I don't want to be, oh, she's the only black person, which I was the only black person that had ever um, co-host this show, mm. but I, but that wasn't, that wasn't a compliment. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. I, I want, I, I wanted to see more. Right. And, um, and so that's just kind of how I look at things. And, and so as I am navigating and I got some things going on myself, uh, All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but still I'm always offering. So I yeah. appreciate that. Um, with, what knowledge and experience I have. Um, so my thing to you um, mm-hmm. now is with all that you do, do you think Hollywood is doing Black families justice? And is it Hollywood or is it the people, the writers, the producers, um, the people of color that are not doing what they need to do while they're in that position because again it goes back to responsibility yeah no they're not doing us justice um by and large they don't understand what it means to be a black family they just don't um they have these preconceptions based on their own things that they learn that are preconceptions and they just don't know um they don't know our our joy they don't know our pain they don't know um our wants that actually are the exact same as yours they just are period end of story so why do i have to go and uh why do i have to turn on and see the missing father or the missing mother or the 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 crack this or the stolen that and 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 believe me i understand the nature of drama it's important that you have conflict it's important that you have stakes but it doesn't have to be built around the woe is me Mm. i ain't got the what happened so and you can still create drama um, yeah. within the family structure because others have that leeway. Why don't we have that kind of territory? So it's the way that they see us um, mm-hmm. in terms of our family structure, a lot of which they're responsible for um, with redlining and with um, yeah. marginalization and with you know uh, overcriminalization of black yeah. men. So it's, a, it's all of that. So they've created this situation and they don't see us for who we are. Um, and, and then they refuse to see the places where that thing actually exists. So, and even in my family, like if I take myself for an example, right? So yes, my mom and dad get divorced when I was four. Okay. Um, and then my, my real father died when I was 12 and in between my mom got remarried again. And she was with that dude for 45 years. Mm. My wife's parents just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. Wow. Love it. So like, where is that story? Where is that story mm-hmm. of this enduring, uh, you know? Yeah. You know, it hasn't been perfect. <laughs> we right. Were, um, we were, I think it was their 50th winning anniversary. And, you know, we were all sitting around talking. It's like, so um, 50 years, what advice do you have? And and then somebody asked, like, what was the, what was the, like, a tough year? Her mother was like, year 25. <laughs> she knew, like, she said, <laughs> Yes, yes, and and, then, and my boss dad was sitting there like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so whatever, 
whatever happened in year 25, 25 yeah they, they they dealt with it they get over it and uh, they and they stuck uh, it together you know another 35 years they're yeah. still together yeah. um so it's like what is that right so in that it's still drama and complication yeah. because it's the triumph over that which are the stories that we tell because yeah. we want winners we want to see black winners we want to see black family winning yeah. and we can still see that in struggle yeah it doesn't have to be killing off the dad killing off the mom um so that's yeah. what that's that's the territory i like to live in and and so with that you're tapping into mental health. And mm -hmm. I think this is very important because from my standpoint, you know, it's still kind of taboo in our yes. black community. It right? is. Yes. And I, I definitely um, know that in that, that's why TV is going to be so important for me to yeah. stay in and on because I have to be a voice in this arena. Yes. And so we're writing more about it. It's a buzzword. I'm seeing it a lot in Hollywood and everything, mm -hmm. but I don't want it to become just something that's cute because it's not. Yes. I want it to be very um, informative. I want people to get help that need the help. Yes. Yes. So as a writer, as a producer, right, what, again, responsibility do you have to first bring this real issue up, but help educate our black community that still are really skeptical of mental yes. health, mental yes. illness, therapy, all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, we have to make a choice. You know, I know like there's some, definitely some celebrities like Taraji P. Henson yeah. has started, you know, her own organization and she talks yeah. about mental health all the time. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely some other, um, you know, black celebrities and and this story that I'm telling um, about a, a man who's dealing with bipolar disorder mm. um, who doesn't believe in taking medication. Mm -hmm. And when he discovers that his 11 year old nephew has been uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder, he decides to kidnap him to show him a life free of pills. Mm, so, wow. so, yeah, so this is something that mirrored my life in a couple of different ways. So okay. my brother um, has bipolar disorder um, and he's never taken medication and he's never been to a therapist. His life okay. works just fine for him. Okay. And don't for the rest of us when he's around but he can't see that okay, <laughs> because okay. of the disorder, yes. right? Yes. So, so the story is about the chaos that happens for the rest of the family, trying to keep this loved one near them that can sometimes, you know, it just throws everything into whack because, you know, you know, we gotta go to court or we gotta go break up a fight or we gotta bail them out or we gotta give them money or we gotta yes. give them. So we're always, you know, just stretching our own resources to keep this person close. And at some point it's like, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And that's a discussion that we have to have because we all grew up with that family member, the one in the attic, oh, he's a little funny, right? That person, yes. he's little, you know, he's all right. He's just a little funny in the head. Yes. And we just, just ignore it. Yep. Oh, he's a little high strong. Yep. Don't worry about it. Yes. Um, and, you know, now in this day and age where we have resources. Yes. Where we can say, you know, all right, there's a way to deal with this. And it's about that generational thing. So if, you know, this generation grew up with, you know, listen, we don't deal with it. We don't talk about it. And now, um, you know, people who are growing up with children, like my friends, 
who either have, they have ADD or they have anxiety or they have yeah. depression, naming it and getting that child some help, however you see fit. So yeah. if you don't believe in medication, but there's therapy, there's all kinds yeah. of, you know, ways that you can deal with it. So it's that kind of generational thing, you know, where you're struggling, you still got that older relative who ain't done nothing and it's going to be who they are. And like, why you need to medicate that boy? Yes. Fine. He fine. Nothing wrong with him. Nothing's wrong with them. Not wrong Nothing with him. At all. But we're going to keep yeah. them keep them locked up. Exactly. Exactly. So we have these resources now. And I get it. You know, I'm, I'm also, I'm seeing, you know, sometimes it can be abused as over-medication, you know, especially yes, from Black kids, you know, you know, you know, diagnosis, like diagnosing them as ADHD when maybe they're just, it's because they're just Black. They're, maybe that. Yes. <laughs> and that is also part of the voice that I know I have to have, you know, and, and my path in this whole mental health thing started with me personally. Um, Mm. I look like I had the perfect family and I have an amazing family, right? Parent, two parent home. They've been married. I'm 48. So probably almost 60 years, sisters, all that great things, money, all that. And I was so insecure, so challenged Mm. with who I was because we were, we were in a predominantly white neighborhood, right? Mm. So I was too black for white people, but I was too white for black. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, who am I? What, what, you know? And then of course, you know, I um, developed early, you know, I'm a sister, Mm. big booty. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And you know, so there was molestation and I was playing for it. Because you yeah. know how that goes, you know. Oh my gosh, I know so well. Yeah. Right. She's all. All of a sudden, she's fast. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, married, horrible marriage, um, just all those different things, and so I just could not keep it in anymore because you yeah. know, especially a woman of faith, and we're just supposed to let the Lord do it. And he is powerful, but he yes. also gives us resources. Yes. And right. So yes. I just couldn't handle it. And I wanted peace and I wanted to be free. Yes. So that's how I went into, um, finding a therapist for me. And then, yes. um, from there, the journey has just been beautiful healing, inner yes. healing. And so I've done the work and, um, I continue to do the work, but then, once I got this opportunity to be on TV and radio as well, I realized, ooh, this is bigger than me, right? Yes, yes. And so that's why I have to give back and provide and be honest, you yes. know, because at one point, you know, we were doing a lot of mental health um, segments and, you know, I was told, you don't, don't tell your story. You're doing yeah. too good. Oh, no, I am my story. Right. Yes. Yes. yes so we are. I had to share and, and I'll continue to share and educate and educate my girls so they don't go through what I went through and yes. all that good stuff. And yeah. so I think the more conversation in movies and TV shows is, is important, especially for our black family. Absolutely. I, I'm not going to hold you too much longer. I know you got to write a, a something for me i want to i want to what do i want to do for those who are listening i got a pen acting like it's a microphone and i don't know anything about singing or acting okay 
But anyway, you know, everybody always trying to put your put themselves in something that they don't have no business being every in, right? day. Yes. Right, right. I have no business, no business. What I need to do is get to reading my homework. That's what yeah. I need to do. But who inspires you, Craig? Who who is that person or persons that that inspire you? Okay, here it comes. You know, it is my wife. You know that, right? <laughs> Tell me why. Why does she inspire you? Um, uh, because even though she's an accomplished artist every day, you know, this morning was, you know, she's got to get ready. She's got to do this audition. It's 13 pages. It's for a recurring role on an ABC show. It's, you know, so it's a lot of pressure. And no matter how long she's been doing it, it still feels so present and nervous and uh, big. And and I know that she's got to work her way into this. And so I've had to, you know, show patience and grace because I know it's her 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 way and and then, then I love how she tackles it. I love how she overcomes that and, and gets to it and gets through it. And then she's got to go deal with the teenager and then she's got to go teach. And then she's got to, she don't cook, she don't clean, but she does all those yeah. other things that, yeah. you know, that just inspires me. And and the fact that she's been doing this for so long and that she, she taught me how to share with people and be humble and be open, um, even though she hates it. You know, it's draining, um, you know, teaching and sharing is draining because you're giving so much of yourself and, yeah. and you complain about it. And then you get up the next day and you do it again. Yeah. So I know however much you are complaining about it, there's something in you that clicks on when you get to do that, when you get to share that information and you just give and you're finding yourself in that moment and you're just telling and sharing and, and, and people respond to that. They're like, yes, yes. And then she's done with it. She's like, oh. My God, I can't do that anymore. I got to give it up. But I know she's going to be back again. So being able to witness that has really been the inspiration for me, seeing how she um, uh, uh, gives of herself um, to her students or to her art or to her craft, um, you know, is the is the thing that I, I aspire to every day. So she is my my hero. I love that. I, I, I knew I knew what the answer was going <laughs> to be. You had set me up. Oh, oh, yeah. I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see. If a movie was um, written about you, what would Ooh. the title be? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's, that's hard. Um, I'm looking at my, uh, my um, Barack and Michelle calendar. Um <laughs> For inspiration. Uh, <laughs> What's your yeah. wife's name? That's Rosalind. Rosalind okay. Coleman <laughs> is her. Yes. So just say all about Rosalind. That's yeah, that's all about Rosalind. But here's the thing. All right. So here's here's the oh here she comes. She wants to come say hello. Yay! Uh this is Latrice. So that's Rosalind. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're so beautiful. I oh, love it. So are you. Why are you talking about me so much? Listen, sis. I was on a clubhouse um what meeting for We're four in a room. Hours. Yes, yes. And when I tell you every time they asked Craig something, it was about you. It it wasn't about you. He he could be he could have been asked a question about um 
a movie park, a production. Oh my God. And he always deferred it to you. That caught my attention. I was like, okay, Craig does not answer questions correctly because (laughs) he keeps talking about his wife. But I Aww, loved it. It, it was absolutely you. amazing. Um, just be- it was beautiful. So that thank was you. that connection. He's that just I trying had. to get points, right? Giving so, points with the black women. That's what he's yes, trying to do. He did. He got points because I have one of them at uh-huh. home, and it just blessed my life. And so, yeah, yeah you're giving me tears in my eyes. It's so lovely to meet you. Thank you, you too. so much. You too. And everything you do, much success. And you um, too. Yes, you're just amazing. And so um, God bless you. I love to see what you represent. God bless you too. Y'all have a good talk. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> oh, she's just precious. And this yeah. is what I love about Insights with Latrice. It's just real, right? Yeah. And so I'm so glad she came and interrupted because yeah. it just really shows um, the validity of your relationship. Like, yeah. you know, again, we've already established Craig don't answer questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, it's all good, right? <laughs> and the title of his movie would be All Rosalind, all about Rosalind. Or how about Craig don't answer questions right? We could. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. Craig, I'm not going to hold you. I'm going to let you go. It's been such a fun interview. But if you could leave one last insight, um, you've you've dropped nuggets, and it's just been a blessing. Just what you represent in so many arenas um, of life. But if you could leave one insight with our listening audience what would that be oh gosh that's it's a that's a big question or a big uh a lot of pressure um you know there's everybody's got a story to tell um and your story is valid your story is important your story will help people your story can change lives your story can really empower you so if you've got something to tell in your heart, tell it. Whatever way that comes out, whether it's a movie or a book or a podcast or a blog, um, tell your story because your voice is important, especially people of color. Um, we can't hide behind the shadows anymore. We can't think that, you know, oh, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to know that. They do because I want to hear, hear it. I want you to tell it. I want to be in that moment where you blossom and tell your story um, because that helps me. That serves me. Um, and inspires me to to be a better artist and a better storyteller. So tell your story. I love that. How can people follow you and your wife? Yeah. Um, tell us that. Give us that yes. information. Yeah. So um, uh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Find me on Clubhouse. Red Wall Pro. That's the that's my handle everywhere, pretty much. Uh, even on TikTok, even though I'm only following one person on TikTok, I don't understand it. It's it's I follow one person who makes me laugh so hard. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So Red Wall Pro, R-E-D-W-A-L-P-R-O. And if you follow my wife on Instagram, what you'll see, um, iRoz app, I-R-O-Z-A-P-P. 
Um, what we were doing at the beginning of the pandemic was we were broadcasting our dinners um, with me, my wife, and my son, the, the, the child that doesn't speak to us. Um, so she just decided, listen, I'm going crazy. I haven't spoken to you all day and I need to speak to you now. Uh, so we're just gonna talk about what our day was. Um, and then we just turned on the camera and we just started posting them on Instagram and it is hilarious. And we start with our prayer. Um, every, you know, every meal starts with a prayer, which is, um, um, God is, God is great. God is good. And we thank him for our food by his hands. We all are fed. Give us Lord our daily bread. We love to help each sing. other. Yes. And then we sing and then we go, we love to help each other, all our sisters and our brothers every day. Now we are black and proud united together. So that's been our, you know, our prayer for dinner every night. And then, then we eat and then we just talk about our day. And then we, uh, we, we have fun with our son trying to ignore us. It's, it was just, mwah, it was the best time. I'm so it. glad she did it. So, um, so that's where you can follow us everywhere. That's, and redwallproductions.com is our um, website. You can find out everything you know, wanted to know, and even more, because we just share everything. And I love that. Yes. Craig, this has been an honor and a privilege. Thank you. I know how busy you are. And I just thank you for the opportunity to come on Insights with Latrice and just provide so much value and so much information. Um, listening, listening audience, I'm telling you, you need to follow them. Um, I've seen some of his um, dinners and it's just so in interesting. First of all, y'all be eating good. Listen. Yes, we do. I do all the cooking, just so oh, it's clear. I'm the only cook in the house. I said, uh, okay. <laughs> That's why I thought you from, were from Louisiana. I was oh. like, cooking. <laughs> but um, listen, audience, please go follow them. I'm telling you, um, they will bring value to your life. And like Craig said, um, you have a voice. So tell it. Yes. Don't be ashamed. Don't hide. But, but serve the people with yes. your gift. Yeah. And so until next time, Thank you so much for always, always showing up for Insights with Latrice. You know I love you because we talk about real things and we talk about real people and we talk real good. Until next time. Isn't Craig like the bomb? And isn't his wife just fabulous? She's like a friend in my head. There were so many key points that I could pull from in this convo. But my insight is this, as a black person, like Craig said, we have a responsibility to represent ourselves well, no matter what industry we're in. Our ancestors fought too hard. They lost their lives for us to just be mediocre. So let's continue to operate in greatness and be conscious of the decisions we make that represent us. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Insights with Latrice, where we talk about real life, we talk about the real you, and we talk real good. Until next time.